Amen. Amen. Um, Brother Marty, would you pray for us to open, please? Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us here today to this uh, place of safety. Mm-hmm. Lord, we thank you for the, your tender mercies and blessings. Lord, we just ask tonight that you would give us eyes of uh, eyes, the eyes of our hearts, mm-hmm. understanding as we listen to Brother Roberts uh, speaking on faith. Lord, mm-hmm. we ask you that you bless his efforts mm-hmm. to minister to us and for the work he's done in preparing us uh, this sermon. We ask you to listen to all of us tonight and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, tonight, brethren, we're um, going to be in part 17, and it's going to be part 1, and I don't really know how many parts there's going to be because this is, this is we're going to go through this, and it, it's quite extensive. What God's did through Moses is worthy of taking time Amen. to reflect on. Um, from from even from when him him going and sitting by a well, we're going to see that God God uses all these things to prepare Moses. Then at the same time, he's preparing the Israelites. See their their, yeah. their bondage became more grievous, and yeah. and but see Moses didn't know anything about this. He, he he had left forty years. He was in the desert, and and yet. God's doing all this. He's working all this. And then, actually, things really start to liven up after we, he gets to that bush. See, things all of a sudden, th- things are set in order, and now they're going to be brought to pass pretty quick. And um, But uh, as we go through each of these things, um, instead of hopping over some of these events, I decided to let's just take our time and go through it, because this is, this is quite a blessing. The things that God has worked in Moses for us to see, they're worthy of our time. Now, the last session, we concluded with Moses sitting down by a well. Now, you know, I, I was tempted to go through it. There's a lot of wells, a lot of things that happened at wells. wells you know, right. and Amen. so um, Amen. this is what he said. He said, esteeming the reproach of Christ. This is what the Holy Spirit summarized about Moses. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. And there was a lot of treasures in Egypt. I mean, you want to, you want to be tempted by something, be one of the leaders or one of the in, in the inner circle like Moses was in Egypt. Yeah. He had access to treasures. The leading nation in yes. the world at the time. And he, he forsook it. <laughs> That's what it says. He, by faith, he forsook Egypt. That's and it, a good thing go to think of, that by faith he can forsake. That's right, that's right. And you always forsake it for something better. That's right. Amen. Although, Amen. you'd have to have faith, you'd have to have faith to, to come to that conclusion, that he forsook it for something better. It looked like he forsook it to be a shepherd in Midian. I mean, that didn't seem like that was quite a, a, yeah, a, a big thing. <laughs> and yet, at the same time, before this is over with, Moses is going to stand as the prominent one, and Pharaoh's going to be dead. <laughs> now, now, Exodus 2.15 says, Now, when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. Yeah. Now, Moses did flee from the face of Pharaoh. That's true. We just read it. It's true. Uh, but he would never forget the one who had delivered him. See, this... Uh, Moses, he remembered all these things. Okay, that see, he fled, but he he knew he was only delivered from him because of God. Yeah, he he didn't flee from for fear. No, he didn't. And so, and we know this because later, when he stands up for those seven women, yeah. he's not afraid. He, he's taken. Who knows how many shepherds there were? Yeah. You know, but but see, so he's not a fearful person anyway. He had he risen. He killed the Egyptian, right? Yeah. That, that was that was. Yeah. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Some some people they think fled in, uh, involves fear, but we fled to Christ. That's right. It wasn't out of fear. That's right. See, it, there's a sense in which we fear the wrath to come, but see, that isn't what led us. That isn't what, why we went to Christ. He's altogether lovely. If you see That's him right. as he is, you'll run to him. That's right. And then you will be delivered from the wrath to come. That's right. That's, Amen. That's the only Amen. place. Yeah, whenever he fled from Pharaoh, mm-hmm. he hadn't gotten a word from God to go back or anything. That's right. That's right. 
He just knew the yes. laws of Egypt. Yes. And so he got himself out of the area of that danger. That's right. Whenever he reasoned that he thought they would know that he was the one that was to deliver them. Uh-huh. We don't know, but what that was in his reasoning, too. you got to stay alive to yes. deliver somebody. Amen. Yes. And so... Um, he, mm-hmm. he just knew that, that the wrath of Sarah, Pharaoh was there. It wasn't wise to stay there. That's right. That's right. And he's not he's not afraid what he's doing. He's trusting in God. So see, that we all, we, we can all identify with this. There are certain things that we do on purpose because we fear God. That's okay. Right. And somebody may think, well, well, that's silly what you do. No, it's not silly because you're 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 subjecting yourself to the one who is able to deliver you. That's right. And that's what God did. God delivered him. And um and all through this whole thing, it comforted me to see that Moses, the Holy Spirit says he's enduring as seeing him who is invisible. That's right. Now this will come to its its apex when he stands and he's looking at that bush. He will endure as seeing him who's invisible. But this whole time, he is yeah, enduring that's right. as seeing. In other words, faith is moving him to um, abandon uh, the circumstances that he had with well, before he left. See, this was not a convenient. And he knew it. He knew this wasn't sustainable now. Once Pharaoh knew that he had killed the Egyptian, this wasn't. he wasn't going to be able to stay there. And so he fled. He fled. But see, the provision was there. He didn't end up being out there, you know, had to live as a vagabond and didn't have any resources. Right off the bat, God provides a a provision. (laughs) Uh, Moses sits down by a well, but not just any well. This is the well that um, God had supplied, and it was the same well that these seven daughters, right, of Jethro is going to come to this well. Talk about providence. <laughs> a lot of what you're saying is in, inferred in this uh-huh. Exodus 2.15. Pharaoh heard this thing. He sought to slay Moses. That's right. It doesn't say, and Moses fled. Uh-huh. But, so he fled before before this he heard. So he, That's did, right. he, he didn't flee because uh-huh. Pharaoh was seeking him. Mm-hmm. You see it? But. He fled. From the face of Pharaoh. That's right. Yeah. So God's placed Moses right where he needs to be. And if you can see it right, God places us right where we need to be. You know, to, right. we're, we're living in this time and in this place and, and at this moment because this is where God's going to minister to us. This is where he put us. That's right. So in other words, now if you see it like that, you'll look for opportunities to minister because they're there. God opens all kinds of opportunities wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. You can be used by God. But he put him there. And now he, he's going to be there until the time is right. See, this is God's doing this on his timeline, not on Moses' timeline. Remember, Moses thought, he thought they would understand. Well, there'll come a time when they're kind of forced to understand. But see, for right now, uh, they, they weren't like sending out people to find Moses so he can deliver them. As far as they knew, Moses was dead. They didn't know. But we don't know if I'm keeping track of anybody in Egypt during this time. We don't have any revelation on him. But he's going, God's working in Moses, and he's working in those that are around him. Now, Moses sits down by well, and um, what a great relief. I thought, what a, what a great relief it was for Moses. Now, remember, at, during this time in history, wells meant life, right? It means you had a you had water, you could, and they were a gathering place. People would always come, and that's why you can go through the scriptures and you can see so many instances that happened at wells. I mean, Abraham sent a servant. Where did it happen? He was by a well, and that's where God worked His purpose. Remember, and then later on, Jacob, right? He 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 drew some water and watered some animals at, at, at a well. Yeah, this is is a desert area. That's right. So so wells, they weren't like rivers. Yeah, that's right. Streams that were wells. The water was underground in other words. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it had to be gotten. You can see the parallel. Yeah. Now, now, um, God's arranged a special encounter. Remember the woman at the well? Jesus sat down by a well. And a woman came. It was a special encounter. 
You know, it, there's a sense in which Jesus sat down to well, so waiting for the woman to come. <laughs> and so now here, Moses is at this well, and the priest. Now the priests of Midian had seven daughters, and they came to dr- to draw water and and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. So God had drawn Moses to sit by a specific well, not merely by chance, okay? But it this is this is the well that these daughters are going to come to and then and then later we're going to see that that they came back and got him somebody did and and, and brought him and so then he would live in that land so the god providing not just water not just today's sustenance but a long term 40 years plus so it and all because of this encounter so the providence of God has arranged a situation that would make Moses stand out in the mind of these daughters. It's going to happen. It, in other words, it wasn't just, well, we saw somebody there. We didn't know who, and that was it. No, God arranged something where Moses was going to be prominent in their mind. And when they got back, the first thing they would do is tell their father. And this is what it says, Exodus 2.17. And the shepherds came and drove them away. These daughters drove them away. But... Moses stood up. <laughs> yeah. Now this is... It, they think he did in Egypt. Remember, that's right. With his that's right. He stood up. So he wasn't a fearful person. No. Okay. See, Moses was trained. And not only in the wisdom of the Egyptians, but he knew, he, he knew how to fight. And, um, well, he stood up and he helped them and he watered their flock. Yeah. So Moses wasn't a man to be trifled with. I mean, these shepherds found that out. Now, I don't know if they... Okay, they were shepherds. They weren't warriors, okay? But see, shepherds were... They had to protect their flock. So, you know, in a time where you had all these different personalities, you know, shepherds and flocks and men, there was also bandits and bad people and all that stuff. And, and if they knew that wells were a place where people came to water their flock, well... See, a well wasn't always the safest place to be at either. Isaac had trouble, remember? Yes. He dug wells. He had trouble with other shepherds. That's right. So, I mean, it, it, just to be, be to say shepherds doesn't mean weak. See, no, he, no. It, they could be fierce people too. And so, but but Moses, you can see, he's, he, he's, he, he does, it, it appears as though he, he's, he's trusting in the Lord and he just stands up. He just takes command. Yeah. Of course, you will find out later, he is a commander. This is his, God's made him a deliverer. And here he's delivering these seven daughters. We're given some insight into the person of Moses. When these men drive the daughters away, Moses doesn't run off or just sit there and say, I'll just watch and see how this goes down. No, he stands up for those who are in need. Moses is not moved by reward. He didn't say, I'll help you if you give me something. No, he just defended them. It's something else to notice in Scripture that people God chooses are brave. That's right. That's right. Kind of trace it through Scripture. And see, ultimately, what I'm persuaded of is that Moses was trusting in God. See, the Holy Spirit wrote him upright. He was by faith. Everything that Moses does in his life, you can be traced back that he's trusting in God. Now. He didn't understand everything, just like we don't understand everything. But see, look at the circumstance. He 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 he, he didn't like plan this out. I'm going to go sit by a well, then I'll help somebody, and they'll help me. It just as it happened, his fate. He, he just stood up. He just did it. Yeah. The the only thing he really knew is what was going to be. That's right. Yes. Right. It, but that was enough. Hope will hope will drive a person. That's right. See, a, yes. a, a timid person, spiritually timid person, doesn't doesn't know what's coming. He doesn't yeah. think about what's coming. Uh-huh. Amen. So Moses doesn't just deliver them from the shepherds and say, "Okay, now you know, could you get me some water?" He waters their flocks. That's right. <laughs> Remember, Jacob did that too. He waters their flocks. Well, the camels. <laughs> yeah. Flocks again. So I mean, this this wasn't a this wasn't a, a, a you know just. A five-minute job. This was a very involved thing. Now we have other wells recorded in Scripture where God worked. What when a watering camels isn't like watering cattle? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Hagar was blessed by the Lord at, at a well, a yeah, spring, well, in Genesis right. 17, 16. 
Abraham's servant met Rebekah by a well. Yeah. Jacob watered the flock of Laban for Rachel. He yeah. did it for Rachel. <laughs> and uh, Gideon was told that his army was too large at a well. Yeah, Remember, he, 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 was, he was there. He had a, was 30,000 or something like that? And, 32, yeah. And, and, and he was said, too many, too many. And that was by a well. They camped at a well. <laughs> People were hiding from trouble in wells in 2 Samuel. Remember, they, they covered up the well. They covered it up. David's three mighty men risked their lives at a well. Yeah. They, David said, "Oh, for by the well of, by, of Jerusalem, and, and they 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 they, 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 to the army. they did it, and they didn't even they weren't fearful of their lives. They were doing it for yeah. for God's servant. Jesus sat down at Jacob's well because he was weary. Oh, yeah. that's what it says. He was weary." He sat down there. Jesus talked about a new kind of well, a well of living water yeah. that would we wouldn't have to look for a well anymore. It would be in you. Yeah. The well would be in you. Amen. Well, Moses is fully aware that God's with him, but he does not know how these things are all going to be accomplished. See, it, this faith doesn't need all the details. Yes, faith amen. needs faith, trust in God that He's going to do things and um, make you ready when the time comes. So Moses had defended the daughters of the priests of Midian and watered the flocks, and they've gone back to their father, but their father is alarmed. <laughs> and when they came to rule their father, he said, How is it that you are come so soon today? Yeah, that was a big job. Yeah, that's right. And they, they didn't normally come back. Now, now it occurred to me, if, you know, had the shepherds ever driven them off before? So we don't know. And, and if they come back sooner... You know, because the shepherds drove them off. See, this would be bad for the flock. See, this isn't something you just ignored. But see, they, they, they tell them. Now, they came to rule their father. Now, rule or Jethro is, is, is his other, uh, another rendering of it. It means the friend of God. The name of Moses' father-in-law, also an Edomite and an Israelite. And we'll later find that this priest of Midian, he's a wise man. And he was concerned as to why they were back so early. See, this, this, he just didn't sit there and say, oh, you guys must have really fed them or, or watered them quick. He said, why are you back? See, there, was, there had to be a reason. And he, he wasn't going to let it go. So, and they said, an Egyptian. Ah, there see, Moses looked like an Egyptian. He's fleeing <laughs> and he looked just like he was an Egyptian. An Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds and also drew water enough for us and watered the flock. Now, I, I got this picture in my mind as I was thinking about this. You know, they're telling him this, and I can see their father looking around like... Because the next thing he says, where is he? <laughs> so it's like, you didn't even invite him over? He did all this for you, and you're not even going to feed him? Anyway, why is that you have left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. Now, we don't have any account where they actually, he said, which one went back? Somebody went and got him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're given to see the character and hospitality of this man named Jethro. See, he's not, he's not just a, he's a priest. He's a priest of Midian. Now, he doesn't know the Lord yet, but before this is over with, he will. Okay, before this is over with, he, it, Moses is going to tell him all about God and he is going to come to the conclusion that your God is greater than all gods. That's what he's going to say. Yeah. And so see this. So Moses has a ministry right there. And, and he's lived with integrity. And then later when, when Moses you know, wanted to go, he still told him, go. You know, go, you just go. Yeah. And he went and then, but he didn't like um, forget about him, you know, and, and then. Later, he, he goes there to the, to the mountain of God and Moses meets with him and tells him all about what, what's been happening. And the man, the man believed it. Yeah. And he, he wasn't like a priest in Midian. He was the priest That's right. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Yes. So 40 years later, he'll be given a clear testimony and he'll believe it. Yeah. See, that's important. Yes, amen. Jethro must have sent someone to retrieve Moses from the well, and we're only given this brief conclusion. This is what he says. And Moses was content to dwell with the man. And he gave Moses Zipporah, his daughter, and she bare him a son, and he called his name Gershom, 
For he said, I have been a stranger in a strange land. And what a strange land this must have been to him. Now see, Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they had traversed this land. They they, they knew this land. But see, that, that Moses was born in Egypt, raised in Egypt, and lived in Egypt until he fled. So this wasn't um, <laughs> it's a strange land. We learn from this that we do not need all the details to come to the right conclusions. God's, God works all things according to his own will. He is the governor of the nations. God's provided a place where Moses will be made ready to be sent back to Egypt 40 years later. 40 years he's going to mm-hmm. dwell there. And... Um, in uh, verse 23 to 25, it says, And it came to pass in the process in process of time yeah. that the king of Egypt died. Oh, no, he had all these aspirations of killing Moses and, and other, not just him. It says, And the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage, and they cried, and their cry came up to God, unto God by reason of the bondage, and God heard their groaning, and God was nice to him? No, it says, And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. Now, that, <laughs> that's quite a word. When the people of God sighed by reason of the bondage, then they cried. See, that. And so will everyone else when they see sin as what it really is, when they really see yeah. their true condition, that they're under bondage of sin, they can't get out from under it, they can't, there's no way that they can do anything to help it. And then when they cry to the Lord, see, the Lord will have respect under that kind of a cry. Until a person knows that they're in bondage, they'll never want to be delivered, right? I mean, it's just like almost like being at the Holiday Inn, you know? But when you... When you're made to uh, go and make all the beds and clean the parking lot, well, then maybe you wouldn't want to be living there anymore. See, but see, the, the thing is, is that God puts up everyone in a position to where, at some point in their life, they realize I need more than I have. Some people ignore it and they pass on and are punished. But see, the prudent man he perceives the evil and he says, "I got to." So he makes an appeal to God. God heard their groanings. Uh, isn't that something? Now, they had been groaning, you know, or is there a difference? There's a difference between groaning and complaining. They had been complaining for a long time. But see, this groan was a deeper groan than complaining. He looked upon them and had respect unto them because, not because of their situation. They've been in bondage for 400, and, and what, by now it's... 400 years. It, 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 it's... it's See, 30 years, before was 430, he'd been gone for, so it's like 390 years, right? Since the bad bondage had started. Because it was 430 years. 30 years. 30 years was with Joseph. Years with Joseph yeah. And so now he's been gone 40 years. So in Moses is, because is, um, this is 80 years. So it's, it's uh, Moses is 80 years old now, right? It's, it's a, yeah, he's 80. Yeah, he's, this, now this this verse could be a summation. That's right. Down here, referring to when the Pharaoh arose that didn't know yeah, Joseph. That's right. That's right. So that's what that's when the uh, bondage started. Mm-hmm. The that's Pharaoh right. That didn't know Joseph. That's right. And so that that was a. It may sound like another Pharaoh arose after that. Well, it did another, but that's when it started. Yeah, well, when, when, when Moses left, the Pharaoh that was after him died. The Pharaoh that was... Because oh, yeah. the Pharaoh didn't live 400 years, but we know that. There was other Pharaohs right. along the way. But this Pharaoh that wanted to kill Joseph died. He died. He died. And, 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 and so he, he didn't get to kill Moses. You know, he, he, didn't, he wanted to, but he just didn't get to do it. And um, so God hears their groanings. And, and and he's he's prepared Moses. Now think about it. He was he was a, a prominent man in Egypt, but he wasn't who he is now. See, this forty years in the desert has changed him. Oh, yes. He has yeah. he has he has been uh, he, taking care of a flock. Now uh, that doesn't sound like much of a training program, but see, it is a training program. Yeah. Well, when Moses returned to Egypt, mm-hmm. just like whenever he came first to Midian. They mm-hmm. called him an Egyptian. Yeah. 
but whenever he went back, yeah. he didn't look or That's talk right. or act like an Egyptian That's right. anymore. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Oh, I was thinking about how it says says that he remembered mm-hmm. his covenant with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob when he looked upon them and had respect on them yeah. because of their groaning. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that, that that the Lord's the same way when people cry out to him that are in bondage of sin and they cry out for repentance. The yeah. Lord remembers his covenant that he made with Jesus. That's right. When, when you ask for forgiveness, see the Lord, yeah. he remembers the covenant that he made with his son. Mm-hmm. Amen. So we're considering how faith worked in the deliverance of the children of Israel. But that's, that's, a, that's a, a type. It's a picture of another, a greater deliverance. See, it, it was hard bondage. And um, in this, we're given to see a picture that, where God's going to deliver all mankind. He's going to take away the sin of the world. And, um, but, it, but that's... Um, yeah, we couldn't understand it that's right. otherwise. That's right. Amen. So now Abraham, Isaac, this uh, this is this is the the, the, the family line of, of Moses. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Amram, Jochebed, Miriam, Moses, Aaron, and an unnamed host of others used the measure of faith that was given to them, and God had respect to that measure because He's the one that gave it to them. Now that, that see Moses is in there. Moses is, it, you know, Moses' sister was named Miriam. His mother was named Jochebed. His father was named Amram. All of them did something by faith that contributed to what's happening right now. They were all used by God. They were given promises. They, 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 you know, his mother knew he was a special child. And, and faith moved her to hide him, right? To conceal him. And now here, 40 years he's been gone. And... Um, and when he sees Aaron again, it's Aaron receives him almost like from the dead. He didn't know. And yet they were right in tune. They, they were right in step with each other. In Egypt, God's moved the people into the groaning mode. <laughs> but over in Midian, life seems to be going on just like it's been for the last 40 years. See, it not, we don't need to know all the details. See, these people in Egypt, they're going through something different, but it's all going to culminate in, in God doing a work. What's going to be? You know, it's, it's man, man has this proclivity, proclivity, and it's a bad one, uh-huh. to want to know all the details. Yeah. Almost all trouble uh-huh. is caused by being ignorant of details and not understanding details. Uh-huh. See, faith doesn't, even, faith doesn't even think this way. That's right. That's right. But God hasn't placed Moses and Midian forever. He placed him there, and, and he did a work in him while he was there. He's, he's been following a flock, watering them, taking care of them. And, and it, it seems to me like it, he's getting him ready to, be, to lead another flock, right? <laughs> Moses... Now, this is uh, Exodus 3, verse 1. It says, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Now, what we call today the Sinai Peninsula contains the mountain range commonly referred to as the Sianic Mountains, or Horeb, being the same mountain where God would give the law and... The same where God commanded Moses to strike the rock, right? So Israel could have water. And it's surrounded with taller mountains on all sides. Now that's, if it, on the back I put a picture of, of the, the, the top of Mount Sinai. That's the, that's the very top of it. But around it, the whole range around that one, the mountains are taller than Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai is not the tallest one. And if you think about it, this is, God done this for a reason. Okay, this isn't by accident. God doesn't do accident. He he. When 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 they went to that mountain, this whole thing, God God made this all on purpose so that the the children of Israel would go around and around for forty years around this mountain, right? Mm-hmm. And and the and the, the rock. Now 
I don't know if that's this, this, the rock, but I'll tell you, it, from all the pictures I saw of it, the, 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 there's, you can't explain it. You can't explain why this rock is split in two, and you can see all around it, all the way down, where the water's eroded. Yeah. The, the, so, I mean, there's no reason for us not to believe. We know that God, that Moses struck the rock. We know that it, it clave in two. We know the water poured out of it. And all the areas around it that, that aren't connected to that rock, they're all sharp and, and jutting out. Yeah, and you, there's nothing on these mountains. That's right. No, nobody. Yeah, See, there's, this, yeah. God's going to make it in there. going to inhabit this that, mountain. Yeah. So this, this is not made to live in. That's right. <laughs> and so, see, this is Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They were familiar with this mountain. See, this, this, this is um, not a, like a, a new thing. God has special places where he's sanctified and he's caused them to be holy because he's used them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think of how the Lord hides certain uh-huh. things from the world. And whenever Israel was before the rock, this was hidden to the rest of the world, so to speak. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, that's, they, right. that's right. There, yeah. there may that's have right. been some evidence yes. of the lightning, Amen. but they didn't know what was going they on. They did not know. They couldn't see it. If, no? Yeah. It, it wasn't intended Amen. for the world to see. That's right. I think it was David captured this uh-huh. mountain. Yes. It was inhabited. Horeb was inhabited. Mm-hmm. But, but David, I believe, conquered it. Mm-hmm. But it, Jerusalem. It was Jerusalem. That yeah, Jerusalem. Uh-huh. Jerusalem's on the highest, it's on yeah. the highest part. Yeah, the, this is... Um, well, the, the Jewish Publication Society edition of the scriptures renders this text as he's led the flock to the farthest yeah. end of the wilderness and came to the mountain of God on the Horeb. Yeah. Now the... Um, it's the backside, yeah. Yeah. And Moses is keeping the flock and it appears that he leads the flock to a very desolate place, the backside of the desert. The Horeb is on the other side of the gulf from Midian. So if, if, if you just look, if he's normally keeping the flocks over here in Midian, to get to this mountain, you're going to have to go up really high, and you're going to have to go around the gulf. He didn't like, the, the gulf didn't open up so he could walk through it. He had to go around it. And um, if you do the, the, the estimate, estimation of how long that, it was 120 miles over there. Now, if this, if you just looked at it from the the bird uh, crow flying, it's about fifty miles from where he he would have been. And, and it's an estimate, but it, it's it's it wasn't like a an easy trip. Is the point? And he took the flock. He took the flock with him into a place that wasn't known to be the best grazing for flocks. Now, of course, I I doubt if most shepherds took their flock over there, so it very well could have been a very bountiful thing <laughs> that the Lord did. At any rate, it's possible that the route Moses would have taken could be up to 120 miles, but God was leading Moses to this place. Now see, I don't, it doesn't say that Moses ever led them there before. This was something that God was doing. God was going to appear to him at this bush. Yeah. And so he, but he had to get him there, and Moses didn't leave the flock behind. He took the flock with him, and um, this isn't by accident. This isn't like Moses, like I don't know where I, I how I ended up here. No, Moses did this on purpose. Now, and this is just okay, this is this is just my own perspective of this as I was thinking about this. Now he's been living in Midian for forty years now. All right. Now from Midian, if you were to look towards towards the east, you would see the mountain of God. I mean, you wouldn't see Mount Sinai, but you'd see the whole mountain range. This would every day. This would be in their background. Now, see, Brother David over in Africa. He looks in his in his range of view. There's a mountain he sees every single day. Yeah. And so, see, these mountains were prominent in, in the minds of the people. They were they were something they saw all the time. But Moses is going to see something about this mountain that nobody ever seen before. This is is the mountain of God, and he's he's brought Moses to it. Now God was leading Moses to a place where he would speak with him. It wasn't just so he could go sightseeing. He was going there for a purpose. And in Exodus 3, 2 and 3, this is what it reads. 
And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. Now, you know, most people would have never, ever, ever noticed this. They would have seen the bush, kids, the bush lightning strikes all the time on mountains and does, you know, they, all kind of commentators commented on this. But this was something yeah. special, yeah. and Moses knew it. What's the point? Yeah. Moses lightning struck, but it did it didn't it did destroyed when it struck. That's exactly right. Yeah. And 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 so he 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 knew the <clears throat> fact that the bush is burning. It should have eventually not burned burning right. It would have been consumed, and but but it, it didn't. So this also teaches you something about faith. Faith is inquisitive. That's right. That's right. Hmm. You see, you see something unusual, you need to pay attention to it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Whether it's evil or whether it's righteous. That's right. If 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 evil rises on you need to pay attention to it. Something's unusual happen. Or if there's That's a right. sudden flood of righteousness, you need to look at it. Amen. Pay attention. Amen. And so Moses says, I will now turn aside. Yeah. <laughs> now remember he's talking to the flock, right? <laughs> there's nobody with Moses that we know of at all. Moses is there with his flock. But see, this is like something, this is a reaction of faith. I'm going I'm, I'm to turn aside now because this is, this is, I've never seen anything like this before. And we can all remember the moment that we, that we turned aside. We, we saw something in Jesus we never seen before. And it caused us to, to move closer to him. But, of course, God's going God's to stifle his desire in just in a minute. He's not going to let him approach as close as he would like to, to this. And so and God says, and the Lord saw that he turned aside to see him. So God sees our intentions, right? He, he knows our desires. God called to him out of the midst of the bushes and said, Moses, Moses. <laughs> and he said, here am I. God sees Moses turning aside to see the bush, and God calls to him, and Moses instantly responds. Moses says that he knows what's going on. He, he doesn't think it's an, an imagination or, or a, a vision of some sort. He yeah. sees the bush burning, and then he hears his name. When those to whom God has given faith use it, it, it does get the attention of both God and angels, right? There was an angel there. God sent an angel into the bush, to the bush, and then God talks to Moses, God no, God notices when someone turns aside to do His will, yeah. to see His amazing things, His miracles, to yeah. see what He's accomplished. Go ahead. Scripture points out, God doesn't talk directly, never has talked yeah, right. directly. That's right. He's too holy, but they, that's one of the functions of angels. And Amen. They're, they're probably are some special angels. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. It doesn't tell us the name of the angel, but remember what the angels said to Manoah, why do you want to know my name? You see, the angel's name wasn't the point. It was the message that he was bringing from God was the point. Well, the innumerable company of angels, we only know two names. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they're not, they're, not, they're not rank and file angels. Amen. That's right. That's a good thought. Now, Stephen... Stephen tells you that this was an angel. Right? Yes, it is. Yes, it, that's right. Well, the, the text tells us it was an angel. Yeah. It's an angel, and so God uses angels to do His purpose. And so, it actually, it, it's it's our benefit that God uses yeah. angels. <laughs> and He said, "Draw not nigh hither." Yeah. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place wherein thou standest is holy ground. Yeah. Yeah, there are places that are holy. That's right. Amen. Here's yes. one right Amen. here. Yes, that's Why? right. The, the temple was another one. Yes. Why is taking off your shoes required in a holy place? Nothing can be between him and where he standeth. Yeah. Nothing shoes, between. Shoes are man-made. Yeah, see? that's right. So yep. there can't be anything of man between mm -hmm. him and the, rather between you and the holy place. That's right. There can't be anything of man Amen. between. Mm -hmm. 
Moses turned aside to see the bush, but he's told not to come any closer. (laughs) Don't come any closer. And he's given specific instructions that I'm sure he instantly obeyed. It doesn't say, and then Moses took off his shoes. That's, That's implied. In the text, I mean, he, 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 this, we don't have to know that. Moses is standing in the presence of the Lord at the Mount of God. This could be the same area where, off, where Abraham offered. That's just my opinion. See this, Abraham and Isaac, they knew about this mountain. This is a holy yeah, place. Up there too. Yeah. So see, um, God continues to speak to him. He says, moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, and Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Yeah. Uh, there yeah. is a profound soberness that attends knowing that you're in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. It, and it accompanies that. See, they, now see, I haven't seen, I haven't been in this position before as far as that amount with the burning bush, but I have sensed the presence of the Lord. Yeah. And and it, it causes you to be sober. Yeah. You, you're very careful what you say, what what you do, and see in Christ He's moved in the house, right? Yeah. In Christ He's given you of His Spirit, and so see this is this soberness is in order that you might live godly. Yeah, yeah. In our day, this has been lost. Oh yeah, I I believe that. this has been lost. Yes, He hides His face, and um. God goes on, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, Uh and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land, and a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Parasites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. See, God takes this personal when people abuse his people. See, this is another thing that's been lost in our Mm -hmm. day. When there's trouble and sorrow. Yes. People, Uh as a rule, don't cry out to God. That's right. That's why the condition continues. Yeah, that's right. They've been crying out for some time. Yes, they have. Amen. (laughs) Amen. See, this is why Moses sensed this. By faith, Moses sensed that God was going to deliver his people. But see, the time wasn't right. The people didn't understand. He said, I thought you would have known that God would deliver you by my hand, right? And, And yet... This is the time's right now. God's getting ready to work. And so he doesn't abandon Moses. He actually put him there to prepare him to be the man that he's going to be when he goes into Egypt. God divulges to Moses why he's telling him about the deliverance. This is what he says in verse 10. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh. That thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. So, see, Moses knows somewhat of the oppression firsthand. He, he was he was part of the inner workings. He saw how how corrupt the Egyptians were, and how how they, how they were merciless. That they they pushed him and pushed him, and they made him to serve with rigor. They 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 were very hard to him. Yeah, he was born when they were killing all the babies. Yes. <laughs> so now, it'll be made known to all of Egypt that the God of Israel is indeed greater yeah, than all right. the gods of that's Egypt. Right. Amen. And this is worthy of going through the, the way God's done this. Okay, next time we're going to start going, he's he's going to finish telling him. We've just gone through one part of what God's told him. God's actually going to lay out the whole whole scenario to Moses before he ever is told to actually go there. He's he's divulging to him, this is what I'm going to do. And you think about it, this is the same thing that Jesus did with his disciples. He, He gave them all the information that they would need, right? And then Paul... Three years on the backside of the desert, Paul was with Jesus, the risen Savior. And and Jesus was divulging to him these things 
these doctrines, these, this, this truth that he would then take to the Gentiles. That's right. So see, God's always done the work like this. And, and yet here Moses is there. He's going to divulge to him his plan. We're going to speak as a man. This was the way God was going to do it. Yeah. it that no, no person would have ever thought of doing it the way God did it. He judged their gods. And in the process of that, they destroyed themselves. I mean, they, they it, when they could have repented, repentance was hid from their eyes. They, they trusted in their gods, and their gods are the ones that, yeah. that caused their destruction, or I mean, that, that kept them from being saved. Yeah. It's, all through Scripture, whoever God sends is rejected. Yeah. Jesus was rejected That's right. when, he was, when he was here. So all mm-hmm. through Scripture, whoever God sends is invariably rejected. Yeah, that's right. Yep, amen. So that like if he ever rejected them, you thank God. Yes, yes amen. Well, um, I just want to say, I really like that this is so filled with hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate that Moses knew... What, that God was preparing him, whereas it mm-hmm. said the people uh, were in the groaning mode, and so mm-hmm. like they had to um, they had to trust our under shepherd because mm-hmm. he was given something to see that they couldn't see, and he was faithful to lead them. And I just I like where it says um, God is a holy God and He has heard their cry for help. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of. Um, God remembering his promises. Amen. Moses being faithful and the mm-hmm. people finally receiving the, the promise. Yes. Not yeah, at, the, at this point uh-huh. here, the only thing Moses knew, uh-huh. he, he had no special appearances until now. That's right. The only thing he knew is what his mama told him. That's right. That's, That's the right. only thing he knew. Which, te- which tells you that Jacobet did a good job. She sure did. She, she, she taught him properly because he was a proper child. Yeah. She invested in him. And, um, and the way, the, you know, she, she's operating by faith too. Oh, yeah. So see, when, 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 when Miriam showed up with the baby, <laughs> what an amazing thing. See, she would have known this is of God. And then she would have went to work. It instructing him, you know, this, this wouldn't have been like a sideline. This would have—I only have him for a short amount of time—and she invested these things in him, yeah. and they never—they didn't fall to the ground. You notice something mm-hmm. else that mm-hmm. when God appeared to people, they were never stunned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, they instantly they. That's right. Yeah. Amen. They respond. Yes. None of them faint. Well, when an angel appeared to Daniel, he did faint. <laughs> That's John right. Did yeah. too, but it was that angel. That's right. But it was that it was because the message was whoa was a yeah <laughs> a message. Yes. Amen. Now Moses will lead his brethren, and in a sense, it's just as he led these sheep. That's right. Although he'll find out that the sheep were a lot easier to lead <laughs> than these brethren. <laughs> He'll lead them out of bondage, and they all will be gathered around this very mountain where he's standing right here. And God will give these words to Moses to speak to the children of Israel. Remember, he he told Moses, "Don't come any closer. Don't don't come hither. Don't." Okay. And this way he says, "And thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying." Take heed to yourselves that ye go not up to the mountain or touch the border of it. Whosoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. And then Moses is invited to go up the mountain. That's right. (laughs) So so see, God God manages who who he's going to send, who he's going to save, who he's going to destroy. God manages all that. I am so glad we're not called to make these kind of distinctions. God is... And and, and 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 we do what God sent us to do, whatever it is. You know, it, it see we have a work right in the time where we're living in, right where we're put, we have a work to do. And so as we live by faith and press in, see, God will be glorified because that, that that very act is so unusual in our time. You know, it, Israel will find that that the stories that they heard about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are not just stories. They're true. These are real accounts. And uh, God is a holy God. 
see, it once you see God's holy, you don't try to offer him something that's not holy. Or, or try yeah. to explain yeah. things away like, well, you know, it's, it, no, God's holy. He's righteous. He will by no means acquit the guilty. Yeah. And this holy God has heard their cry, and now the, their oppressors, God's going to destroy them. He's, I mean, before it's over with, the entire army of, of Egypt is going to be dead floating in the Red Sea. So yeah. Moses, go ahead. And just, uh, Moses, when he leading the flock, he led them to food and to water. That's right. So that's that's thing. right. They yeah. think Moses did to the Israelites. And bread and water. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And and you know the thing, like I said, it was probably easier with the flock. They never complained. Right. That's right. They didn't say we would rather have. You know. Yeah. One thing about sheep too, they stick together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Moses has been faithful with what God's given him. Now, see, at this time it didn't seem like he had given him much, but he had. He had gotten him ready to be a leader, and and but it's a unique leader. It's one that. Just as he cared for the flock, he would care. You could see. You start reading in Exodus, you see Moses care for the people. He had a heart for them. He would yeah. appeal that, remember, God was going to destroy him once. He's going to destroy him. And Moses said, whoa. He, he, he reasoned with God. Yeah. And God, it says he, he turned his turned his away from his wrath. Is that what it says? Turned aside. And so he didn't destroy him. And and, and anyway, I just got this. God's getting Moses ready. He's he's tender. He's compassionate. And now he's going to stand before the the the, the Pharaoh of Egypt. Yeah. And he's going to tell him, "Let my people go." Yeah. Now you think if you do some time thinking of who the last person God had talked to. Yeah. Before this. Yeah. I think you'll find it was Jacob. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's a, it's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. Yes. It, it, I don't. I couldn't find anywhere where God talked to Joseph. No. It, it didn't. Joseph knew. Joseph remembered. That, but Jacob talked to Joseph. But Jason, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So Moses has been faithful. Now, how has he been faithful? He's been faithful to keep Jethro's sheep. Now, that may sound simple, but this is not a simple thing. Yeah, 40 years. 40 years. He was faithful. Okay? He had proven himself to be faithful. Now God's going to increase his faith as Moses becomes an instrument in the hand of God. And in the end, you'll see it. This is exactly what he was. Yeah, that, that's a good point right there. That faith is increased when there's something to do. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'll find all yes, through amen. this. Amen. When faith's increased, yes. it's in order to do something. Amen. And boy, did he do something. <laughs> he he was faithful uh, in there's some hard things. Moses is going to go through some hard things. And and he never abandoned it. And he he was he was um I want to say he was able to receive instruction. Okay, when Jethro oh, yes. later, Jethro's going to call him aside and say, what you're doing is not good. He's like, you're going to wither away if you just just waste away. You know, sitting there and judging the people all day long. And he listened, and then afterwards, he did exactly what he told him to do. Yeah. So see, Moses is, is, is wise. He's able to take instruction, but at the same time, Moses doesn't put up with, 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 with unbelief. He, he just did. doesn't do it. He didn't take instruction from the Israelites. No. <laughs> he was the meekest man in all the earth. Yes, yeah. that's meek right. Meek doesn't mean... Yeah, that's what I meant, meek. Yeah, that was the word I was searching for. He, you can see that with with Jethro. When Jethro comes in, he's, he's, he's glad to see him, but then when the next day when he goes over this, he, he he's meek. He just listens to instruction and, and see, for him, he, it, it made perfect sense. That's it right. made perfect sense. And and it's it's something when we get to that part, it, that's he's going to take a portion of his spirit, just a portion. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, Moses was given a lot because he had big work to do. Seventy. How's that? Yeah. I'll take some of the spirit. Some. Yeah. Some, and I'll give it to seventy. Amen. Well, and there's still a lot left. That's right. Amen. <laughs> yeah. 
That's right. So how much how much can a person that's the mortal it's just a mortal man that's right so how much of the spirit can a person have well who knows you know mm -hmm. but there's no limit that's right amen <laughs> amen no and, no limit and this was a great blessing to me to 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 it, i don't think i ever did this before i don't think i ever researched the actual the photos that we actually have of this mountain range and and the the over the satellite images of, of it, and you yeah. can see all the erosion of where the water, and it, it, this is God. He did something, and there's evidence in the earth that he did it. Now, that doesn't enhance my faith. I believed it already. Yeah. Okay? But see, the fact is, is that it would... The wow. flood covered the mountains. Yes. And the evidence, this... That's right. Yeah. So, so see... Right up there, you look at it. It's right up there. God did a work on that mountain, and 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 far as we know, He's not done. See, this whole area of 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 of, of the the planet is going to be revisited. See, the children of Israel are going to come to the Lord, and He's going to lift the veil off their faces. And who knows what God's going to do in this region? We'll find out what holy ground is. He this yes. ground still holy. That's right. Amen. And so this is, it, it excited me that, um, that God's given us not only just, just the evidence of Scripture, but see, in your own faith, when you read it, you get, you get a confirmation. See, God's not, God's not changed. He's the same God. So if He can deliver Moses out of the hand of His enemies, He can deliver us. He can deliver the children of Israel out of their bondage. He can deliver us out of our bondage. That's right. And so, anyway, I... Next time, uh, I'm I'm excited to go through this uh, a little at a time, and 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 not I'm going to try my best not to miss anything. So if the, if I do, the brothers speak up, and we'll go over it because I, this is a worthy study of um, this now, and and we're studying about faith, and so as we go through this, we, we can see that how faith is working in Moses, faith is going to work in Aaron. Uh, Aaron, you know, he he made some bad decisions along the way, but see, he always rose up on the side of faith. He did. Yeah. And so, you know, when his when his two sons uh, died because they, they offered strange fire, he didn't like run out of the tabernacle. He he stayed and he did it what God yeah. told him to do. So God's God is is with us. He's given us Christ. He's given us the Holy Spirit. And um with that we can see a lot more actually than 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 they did. Yeah. Well, I personally want to commend you because this is how you study the Bible. Mm -hmm. This is how it's done. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's not many people that know how. There's really there's not many people that know how to study the Scripture. But this is what you're doing. That's mm -hmm. how you study the Scripture. You'll notice something that it squashes surmisings and yes. guessing, and so mm -hmm. you just. Puts a damper on. Amen. It. Yes, it, it's 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 Amen. a holy word because it's from a holy God. That's right. <laughs> Any other comments? Yes, Brother Justin. Yeah, how we talk, we talk about this bravery and how, mm -hmm. how people who are associated with God were associated with where the word they were brave. Mm -hmm. They were brave men, um, and this is a result from actually knowing God. Yeah. Coming mm -hmm. into fellowship with God. That's right. Being acquainted with God, it produces like this confidence mm -hmm. that God is Almighty and God is over all things. Like David, he he uh, he saw the the Philistine champion Goliath, and he said, "Who is this uncircumcised Philistine?" Amen. See, see, he he was acquainted with God. Mm -hmm. Yes. He said that he defies the armies of the living God. Amen. And and, and, and he, he was brought into a fellowship with uh, the Almighty God already mm -hmm. with the deliverances that he experienced with the being delivered out of the mouth of the lion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Hananiah and Azariah and Mishael. Yeah. When they were good, when they were being threatened to be thrown into the furnace. That's right. They 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 told them, they said, God will deliver us. Yes. 
And then they said, if, if he, even if he doesn't, we're mm-hmm. not going to bow down. To That's you. right. Yeah. Their acquaintance with God, yes. it Amen. produced like this boldness. That's right. Joshua, he said, we are well able to That's take right. the country. Amen. He reckoned back to yes. the deliverance right. from Egypt. He Amen. was acquainted with God. Yes. And it produced this boldness. And that's why it's written um, mm-hmm. in the book of Revelation. It lists the people that are going to be in the lake of fire. Yes. It says the fearful. Yes, that's right. And the unbelieving. Yes. See, they weren't acquainted with God. Mm-hmm. That's why they were fearful. That's right. Yeah, there's there's something else, a pattern here. Mm-hmm. Everybody wasn't like this. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's not like this that believes. Right. But what God does, He raises up examples. Yes. Of these then He tells so then He commands the other people, be strong. That's you right, know? yeah. These Amen. people didn't have to be right. raised them up. These That's were special right. people that That's didn't right. have to be told that. That's right. Amen. The rest yeah. of us have to be told. That's Amen. right. Amen. Don't think. Yeah. Be Amen. strong. That's be right. courageous. See? Amen. So that to, to help Amen. you. Yeah. He's that's he raised right. up people that they, they, they were just like amen. you yes, amen. and me, yeah. and they were strong and bold and that's brave. Right. But that's how God works. Amen. God works. Amen. The, the people are like tiered. There's people that are closer. Yes. And they always have more to do. Uh-huh. And then they, but they're setting the example for everybody amen. else. Yes. Yes. That's why Paul said, "Follow me as I follow as Christ." I follow Christ. So I mean, he 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 was really following Christ. He said. <laughs> so, I think, as a young Christian, I think I, I may have thought everybody was on the same level, but everybody's not on the same level. Right? Yeah. Everybody Amen. can't receive everything. Everybody can't. Uh-huh. It's, it's what you're doing. That's what right. you've been given to do is what determines what you get. Amen. So these men, they were given. Wow. They well, you see, Moses, what Moses given to do, and that's Paul right. Given to yes. Do. Amen. So they had a. A lot of grace, but then they set the example for the that's other right. people. That's to... right. See, Moses lived out. He says, "He that is faithful with a few things, with that's little, right?" right? And, and it may seem that even for forty years he's just had little, but he was faithful. That's the point. He was faithful with it, and now God's going to give him one of the greatest works in scriptures. It, it, one of the greatest examples we have of deliverance of, of of Christ. I mean, in Christ, where sin's been taken away, is this. Deliverance from Egypt. That's it, right. it goes That's through right. it, and it's very detailed. As far as scriptures go, this is one of the most detailed accounts of anything that's ever happened. That's right. God went through it meticulously and judged the gods of Egypt. Yeah. And as He judged each one of them, that's still relevant to today. That's right. You, Amen. You'll find that there's these epochs. You got the you got the flood. Yeah. That's right. And then you got Shinar. Uh-huh, right. And you got Israel. Yeah. And so there's, he set these things that are to be right. perused and studied and searched. Amen. Because divine yeah. manners and all that. That's things. right, yeah. amen. These are like pillars yeah. on which faith is, is, is see, you, it, 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 it's built into faith That's to right. trust God. And so here Moses is going to go back. He's going to stand in the very... Room, you know, the very presence of, of what he fled, he wasn't. Okay, Moses is there. He's not there uh, uh, by his own choosing. God sent him there. Yeah. Now, that's a big difference now. Okay, now, now just as a side thought, you know, uh, uh, to, to walk up Mount Sinai takes two and a half hours for a young man. Two and a half hours. They've timed it. And there's two different routes, and there's a harder one that's a little bit quicker, but you can't, you can't, an old person couldn't even make it. Yeah, and so two and a half hours to to walk up the normal way. Moses is over 80 years old when he gets to this mountain, and he he walks up the mountain. Why? Because God told him to. God strengthened him to. Yeah, he walked up when he's 120. Too. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah. so here here you, you've got Joshua goes up halfway, right, part of the way, and 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 he hears the commotion. He thinks there's war going on down there. Yeah, and Moses knows, no, it's not war. See, so so the, anyway, I, I get excited about this whole thing because the Lord He's going to show us a bunch of things that we need. It's going to equip us to. When God employs you in certain things, this these records they, they empower you. Well, so. over and over and over again, uh-huh. 
the account of the Exodus is brought up by God. That's right. And he tells the yes. people, remember yeah. this. That's right. Amen. Remember this. That's right. And then he will back. So it's it's something to be reasoned on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that were not told were just not told. But there's enough there that is told. Yes. Those Amen. We are to reason on it, knowing that God is the same. Yeah. Amen. He changes not. Amen. I want to say again how this greatly delights me because this is what happens when a person gives himself to the Lord. This is the kind of thing that happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's any exception to it. Mm -hmm. And it's an age either because David, he was 17. You know, he was a young boy. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Samuel, he was a young. Yes. That's right. And then God. God condescends. He tells us he's looking for a person. Mm-hmm. He's looking for a person. Amen. Amen. I've looked for a man. Yeah. Amen. That's what he's looking for. But this is this is what happens when he finds one. That's right. It, it could be anybody <laughs> sitting here. Amen. That's right. That's you know, right. I don't, I mean, it should, it'll, it'll make you appear odd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then again, you'll. There's, a, there's another place where you won't. <laughs> you won't. You'll be accepted. Right? That's right. So, that's it. Here he comes. I would rather be eternally accepted than temporarily accepted. I mean, that's, that's right. just, you think and about he, it, it just makes sense. And eternally rejected. That's right. That. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is this is the Lord. Well, thank you, brother. And, uh, Brother Griffin, would you want to close us in prayer? Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this time we've had together. Mm-hmm. It's been invigorating to my spirit. Amen. We pray that this uh, would be observed and we'd gain strength from it and mm-hmm. insight into the proper manner to live and how to search the scriptures diligently. Mm-hmm. We thank thee that you were, you're a rewarder. Amen. of them that diligently seek you. Mm-hmm. We ask your blessing on mm-hmm. what we have of refreshments tonight mm-hmm. also. In yes. Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.